here we go again, huh? Let's do it. I'm ready, Bishop. Well, good evening, good evening. Once again, you're on the air with Real Talk Radio Podcast with myself, First Lady Deborah Johnson, and Bishop Robert Johnson. <laughs> good evening. Amen. Yes. Of the Real Talk Broadcast Network, where you can visit our website at www.realtalkbroadcastnetwork.org, where God is moving and we are having an amazing time yes we are and tonight for a subject a hot hot topic we're going to be coming from the book of nehemiah uh the sixth chapter and our topic tonight is don't abort your purpose wow i like that i didn't really go over it with you but that's that's it's very profound don't abort your purpose where does that come from well we're coming from the book of nehemiah Uh sixth chapter we're going to start at the first uh, verse. Okay. If you would read for me tonight, Bishop. Okay. When you, when you come up with this subject and what God has given you, don't abort your purpose. Um, it's, it, well, let's get into it. Let's get into well, it. Well, because you have so many, uh, uh, so many saints, so many people that right. really abort their purpose right. before the purpose is fulfilled. Right. You know, we know that Satan walks up and down to and fro ads right. and roaring line, and sometimes, most of the time. He can really make you abort your purpose. Hey Amen. Mm-hmm. You're right. I was just looking at that vinegar, that Bragg's vinegar <laughs> that we take, and I'm Why like, I'm about to abort taking that Bragg's vinegar. <laughs> Why are you looking at that? <laughs> I looked at that Why? vinegar bottle. I say, I know it's good. Overseer Brian was telling me, you know what? That'll lower your blood pressure. That'll do this. <laughs> that'll do that. I'm like, I just looked what? at that bottle. I'm like, uh uh-uh. so, so don't abort your purpose. Now, I'm about Come to on, abort so we're going to get into that, that brass vinegar. vinegar. <laughs> Amen. Pray for us, precious Amen. saints of God. Heavenly Father, we thank you yes, for Lord. tonight. Thank we you, thank Jesus. you for your word. Thank we you. thank you for this opportunity to podcast yes, to people Lord. all over the world. Thank God, you, we ask you to look on everyone yes, tonight, Lord. God. You know their need even before they ask. Yes, God, Jesus. you said in your word that you would not put more on us than we can bear. And yes, God, we Lord. trust you yes, through your word. God, we have faith yes, in your word that says we are not victims, but we are victorious through him that loved us and that we are overcomers. And God, we say thank you for all thank that you're you. doing yes, and what Lord. you're going to do. And we just praise and magnify yes, your name. Yes, in the name of Jesus Christ, Jesus we pray. Name. Amen. Amen. And amen. amen. So we're going to go to Nehemiah chapter 6. Mm-hmm. Verse one, and I'll read for you. Yes, um, I, I really like that though. Don't abort your purpose. Amen. And I was thinking about something that most people start things and they just quit mm-hmm. midstream, or they give mm-hmm. up, or they don't have the fortitude. Well, why? Uh, I don't know. Why? And I think it's because what you said. Don't abort your purpose. When uh-huh. you really don't know what your purpose is, it's easy to give up. Mm. It's easy to quit. So- for, for for me, it's a little bit different because all my life. I've been driven by my myself and the abilities that God has given me mm-hmm. because I was always told I can't. Mm. So when you're told you can't so much in life, you develop a mindset that you're going to do it no matter what. So it puts me in the mindset of the book, The Purpose Driven Life. Right, by Rick Warren, exactly. Mm-hmm. So you have a pur- purpose-driven life. Right. Amen. Amen. And, and, and for us, it's the Word of God mm-hmm. because it's the mandate that's given to our lives for us to live according to his will and his word because we are ambassadors of Christ in the new kingdom which is to come. So let me go to Nehemiah chapter Mm -hmm. 6 verse 1. Now it came to pass when Sambalad and Tobiah and Gisham the Arabian and the rest of our enemies heard that I had built the walls and that there was no breach 
left therein, thought at that time I had not set up the doors upon the gates. You know, can I interject right there? Yes, you can. You know, I've heard this story, and I'm sure that we've heard this story so many times Mm -hmm. regarding Nehemiah and had a a, a, a mind to build the walls of Jerusalem. And we always hear about Tobiah and Sambele. But, you know, like I, I... pointed out to Bishop on this evening. I said, but you know what? There was another person. There right. were lots of people. And there was Gisham. Right. And uh, the Arabian. Then he said, our enemies. You're right. And our enemies. You're, you know what, what was funny, though? If we look at something before you go on, First Lady. Mm-hmm. The Bible says earlier in the uh, first two chapters that Nehemiah was grieved or that he had a burden. Mm-hmm. So when it's the purpose of God in your life, it'll cause it to be a burden. Mm-hmm. But it's a blessing. Ooh. So a burden can be a blessing uh-huh. when you're walking in the purpose of God. You know, the young people say, can't stop, won't stop. Right. You know, when God puts that purpose or that burden Come on. on you, it's it's like you, you can't stop. Come on. You can't. Come and on. I like how Paul constantly wrote his epistles to the churches. And Paul said, I, Paul, a prisoner. Come on now. Hmm? Wow. I got you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got you. Paul had a purpose. Right. Paul had a purpose-driven life. Right. Paul could not have aborted that purpose. That's right. Even if he had wanted to. That's right. Wow. That's why he said, I'm a prisoner. In other words, I'm bound by the burden, which will become a blessing. I got you. Wow. By the word of God. So Paul couldn't stop if he had wanted to. Yes, yes. Huh? Paul says, no longer me. It's Uh not I, but But it's it's the Christ that lives in me. And that's the purpose. That Christ was living in him. Come on. Even no matter whatever state he was in, Christ was living in him. Paul got and, beat. Wow. Hit in the mouth. Wow. Huh? Come on. Did he not? Yes, he did. But he did not stop. He did not abort that purpose. So saints of God, even though we may get knocked down, praise the Lord, yes. talked about, yes. ostracized, criticized, but we cannot abort our purpose. And just, one of the things that will cause a person to abort the purpose God's purpose is mm-hmm. their purpose mm. watch this when it's your purpose it overshadows what God God's is calling purpose. the body to do mm. and his purpose is redemption mm-hmm. so when we have our own purpose mm-hmm. we'll walk outside of the purpose and guess why because we really don't want to be grieved mm. we don't want to be burdened mm-hmm. we don't want to go through anything that's uncomfortable mm-hmm. to cause us to have to rely on God for his burden now you know what just came to my mind Bishop mm-hmm. when you said that it put me in the mind of a woman. So I always like to do things natural. Right. And and when you, in other words, when you learn that you have conceived. Right. Some women will say, well, you know what? I know I, 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 I conceived here. I got this in, inside of me, but I don't want to mess my shape up. Right. So I'm going <laughs> to abort this. Right. You understand? Because I'm not, I'm not ready to carry this. Right. I don't want to carry this. I don't want to mess my body wow. up. I don't want to do these types of things. Wow. So a lot of times we abort these things before you know what the purpose is. Wow. And the same thing with the church today. We abort our purpose wow. before we reach because, that goal. Yeah, because to be honest with you, most people, um, they celebrate Christ based on tradition and religion, but mm-hmm. not based on purpose because mm-hmm. most don't know what God's purpose is for our lives. And here we see that Jerusalem, the walls were down. Mm-hmm. And, and the walls of Jerusalem being down, uh, it allowed the city to be open unto, uh, if I can say, terrorism or mm-hmm. terrorist attack. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with the life of the believer. Mm-hmm. When you don't operate in the word of God, in the will of God, and your life, the walls of your life are broken down, mm. that's why the enemy overruns you. Mm. That's why he has access. Because once he sees that you really 
are not secure in the in the burden mm -hmm. or in, in the, the purpose building. of God, mm -hmm. come on now, then what do you do? Mm -hmm. He'll overrun your life. Yes, he will. He Good. will. You Go know, ahead. let me read verse two here, Bishop. Mm -hmm. That Sambalat and Geshem sent unto me, saying, Come, let us meet together wow. in some one of the villages in the plain of Ona. Mm -hmm. But they thought to do me mischief. Wow. See, Satan offers you a lot. And I'm not going <laughs> to lie, he'll offer you something in the world that'll make it look so good for you to come down, for you to stop the assignment, for you to abort your yes. purpose where Christ have called you. Come on. Christ preordained us from the foundations of the world. Yes, and and, and it, we would tell a tale if we didn't say that these things look good out come there. Come on now. Huh? Come so on. he offers us all these glamorous things. Look at your rappers. You know, keep them and pray for them. Pray for right, these young people. Right. Because the world is offering them so much. And it is. Yes. But we don't want them to abort their purpose. Watch Amen. this. Watch this. The funny thing is, they never mess with Nehemiah as long as he was King Artaxias. Mm -hmm. Cupbearer. Cup mm. Right. Sorry. Cupbearer. Mm -hmm. Cup right? But they never mess with him. No. But when they heard that the walls of Jerusalem were about to be rebuilt yes. or the walls were being rebuilt, mm -hmm. then they sent and started mischief to destroy the work or the purpose of God mm -hmm. in this man's life. I dare you to work. Come on. Now. I dare you to get busy for Christ. Come on. Oh, he's coming. Come I on. dare you to say what you're going to do. Come on. I'm going to get up in the morning. I'm going to church. Watch that time when that morning comes, honey, wow. Satan will find you back to wow. sleep. And that'll be the best sleep that you've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> How do I know? Because he did it to me so many times. I, you know, you say, I'm going to get up. But, honey, he will fan you right to sleep. Just That's right. Go to sleep. Yeah. They heard what he was doing and they got upset. Mm -hmm. You know how many people hear what God is doing in your life and they feel like or they think, well, I'm supposed to have this. I'm supposed to you do this because Bishop. I'm here in corporate America. No, stop it, God's purpose is different from the world's purpose. Yes, it That's is. why it's difficult for most people who operate according to the world's purpose to operate in God's purpose mm. because it just does not equate. Mm. The two don't line up mm. because the things of God are not what? When it comes to man, they can't understand it. Mm -mm. How would God use somebody like Jonah mm. to go to Nineveh? Take your time. But see, nobody really talks about how Nineveh had raped and killed and pripped mm -hmm. um, Jonah's family. His family. That's so right. that's why he didn't want to go. Not that he just didn't want to go. Come on. But look what they had did to his family. Yes. Yes. And those are the things. But when people hear that God is operating in your life, and that God has given you the purpose mm. and the keys as they did Peter. Watch this. I'm sorry. Let go me say no, for go, a minute. Go. Jesus tells Peter in a conversation that the devil desires to sift you as wheat. Mm -hmm. But I have prayed that your faith fail you not. Right. Now, first lady, out of 12 apostles, why Peter? Out of 12 apostles, you know why Peter? The Bible said that Jesus came to his disciples one day and he asked them, who do men say that I am? Mm -hmm. All of them says, well, some say that thou art Elias. Elias. Mm -hmm. Some says this. But then when he came to Peter, he said, Simon, who do men say that I am? Mm -hmm. Peter responded, thou art the Christ, 
the son of the living God. Mm -hmm. And Jesus says, flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my father, which was in heaven, mm -hmm. denoting that God had already established that Peter would be the one to open the doors on the day of Pentecost. Mm -hmm. And Satan knew that. So mm -hmm. Satan wanted to stop him so he could get him to abort Acts, the second chapter, so those individuals would not become saved. <laughs> now, you know what? Funny, he almost got Peter. Come on. Tied to abort his Come purpose. Come on. Because Peter denied him how many times? Three times. Come on. And then, like he said, Peter, you're going to deny me three times. Three times before the cock crow. Come on now. You know, and this is one, I think one time I, I, I talked about it at church, where in other words, that rooster just didn't go cock-a-doodle-doo. <laughs> because then, you understand, Peter wouldn't have understood yes. what this rooster was saying. Yes. But I say that this rooster preached to Peter. Come on. When he said cock a doodle do that cock a doodle do was like peter god told you jesus told you <laughs> that you would deny me come on now. huh come on. so he heard what this rooster said oh that reacher that rooster preached yes. to peter yes. amen he preached to peter so satan tried to get peter to abort his right his purpose while well, you mess it up now you get you start you start to get me <laughs> we're gonna come back to the text but I'm, watch this now all right the bible says that when jesus was baptized of john the baptist in the jordan yeah. the bible said after he came out and then heaven responded to mm -hmm. his baptism mm -hmm. of obedience mm -hmm. the bible said this is my beloved son in whom i'm well pleased mm -hmm. hear ye him but then the bible says immediately that the spirit drove him into all the wilderness right. to be tempted of the devil to abort and, come on to do what abort, abort his purpose his purpose. Uh, so then when he comes out, the Bible says that he is hungered. Mm -hmm. Child of God, it's the position and the time where you have been fasting, where you have uh -huh. been praying, where you have been before God, uh -huh. where you and your wife have been laying out, come trusting on. God because yes. of what you're going through, yes. that the enemy will come because he wants to meet you at the point to where your physical man is destitute mm -hmm. and in need of God. Yes. The Bible says that Jesus was hungered. Then when he came out, who buried him? Mm, Satan. <laughs> and the Bible says took him up into a high place. Uh huh. Then he, he showed to do him. What he, did. Come on now. he showed him the kingdoms of All the world. The this is what I tell you that he's gonna. It, it's gonna look good to you. Yes. But do not abort the your purpose. Come on now. Amen. Come on. I'm gonna go back to the scripture now in Nehemiah because <laughs> you didn't got me pumped up. <laughs> That's okay, Bishop. Okay. Um. Wait, verse four. The, verse four. four. Yeah. You want me to read it? You got it. Uh, let's I read. I read. Yet they sent unto me four times. Mm. After this sort, and I answered them the same in the same manner. They sent it to me four times mm -hmm. trying to get me to mm -hmm. come down. To come down. They wouldn't stop. They kept bothering me. They kept picking with me. Mm -hmm. They kept doing the same thing. Come and I can't I kept answering them the same way. Uh -huh. I'm doing a good See, work. See, they had set up a party for them. Come, come on, on man. Why you listen, in other words, why are you holding a plumb line? Mm. Let somebody else do the work, wow. pastors. Wow. Let somebody else do this Sunday. You wow. come on with us, huh? Because we didn't set up a party for you. Wow. Huh? Why? Why should you keep holding the bricks? Why are you holding the nails? Wow. Huh? Come on down. So Nehemiah let them know that I can't come down because why? He had purpose-driven life. Wow. I, I love Rick, Rick Warren's book. I love that. Watch this though, verse five. Mm-hmm. Then sent Sambalat his servant mm -hmm. unto me in the manner the fifth time mm. with an open letter in his hand, wherein was written, It is reported among the heathens, and the Gishmu said it that 
Thou and the Jews think to rebel, for which cause they buildeth the walls, mm -hmm. that thou mayest be their king according to these words. Isn't this, now they're going to lie on him. Mm -hmm. So when you won't do what people want, they'll lie on him. <laughs> you want to be the king. You want to be the best. Now watch this. They wanted <laughs> Nehemiah's position. Uh -huh. They wanted his place. They yeah. weren't men enough to go get their own. Mm -mm. So what they're going to do now, if we get him to avoid his mission, we can take over what he has. Come on. So now we're going to lie on him. Stop the work. Wow. Saying that now he wants to be king. In other words, oh, he thinks he's the, the baddest. Wow. He thinks he's the best. Amen. Wow. So this is how Satan comes. And I, I, I said something uh, tonight uh, in one of our Bible studies uh, uh, about David. Yes. You know, David was a shepherd. Yes. But you have to be a great leader. That's right. To shepherd. That's right. Amen. You got to know the seasons. You yes. got to know the changes. You got to know the elements. David knew when to anoint his sheep. Mm. Amen. So bishops and elders and pastors know when to anoint your people. Whoa. Know how to pray over them. Whoa. Be that great shepherd. Be that awesome leader. You're doing a great work. Please do not abort your purpose. And you know what's funny, First Lady, is that out of Joe, uh, Jesse's seven sons, mm -hmm. David is number eight, and he's anointed last. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Some scholars say that when Samuel came in to pour the oil, that it would not flow or run on the other brothers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But when David came in, the right. shepherd, see, God can only call your experience. Mm -hmm. He's not calling you. He's calling your experience. What was David? A shepherd he boy. He was a shepherd. What was Peter? A fisherman. Come on. So God is not calling you. He's calling you for your purpose for, for or your, your experience skills. to be a part of his kingdom mm -hmm. purpose. Ah. Mm. You know, I've heard a lot of the old saints say, well, you know what? When I was out there in the world, honey, I was loud. So now I'm in church and I'm loud. Come on. <laughs> so you know what? God calls us. Why? Because we're <laughs> boisterous. <laughs> because he knows that we're going to get that word out there. Yeah, he's we're not going to be sitting here yes. quiet. Yes. A little Millie Mouse. Yes, he's calling your experience. That's Come why he on. called Paul. Come on. Because of Paul's experience. Uh -huh. Paul wasn't scared to talk. Mm -hmm. He was known. Come he said at the feet of Gamel. Paul was he spoke several different languages eloquently. That's why Jesus couldn't send Peter to do Paul's journey mm. because Paul would have to be able to be acquainted with mm -hmm. the Gentiles. Mm -hmm. So Jesus chose Paul's experience to deal with his to carry his mm, purpose. So now you're going someplace. Come on, so abide in your calling. So that's right. So you can't <laughs> abort. You can't even abort your past because God will take your past and use it in His purpose. Mm, mm. And give you provision mm. because of his purpose. So it will provide protection. Mm. My God. Past, purpose, protection. <laughs> and provision. <laughs> and provision. Wow, don't abort that purpose. to write that down. Write that down. So we're going to put that on the t-shirt <laughs> like everybody but doing But you know now. what? We're going to close this evening. We thank okay. you once again for listening to uh, Real Talk uh, Podcast with myself, First Lady Johnson. And Bishop. Robert Johnson. We thank God for we you again tonight. Yeah. And man, don't forget to visit our website at www.realtalkbroadcastnetwork.org. Don't forget the dates, March the 13th through March the 18th. We will be where? At New Bethel Church of God in Christ at 1735 West Martin Luther King Boulevard in the city of Los Angeles. Host by our senior pastor, Trent Breland. And First Lady Sharon Breeling. So be there. Come out and join us. Have a Holy Ghost filled time. Amen. Amen. God is, is amazing. We're going to start giving um, recognition to some local stores and some local 
um, fruiteries or eateries in the community. Yes. So stay tuned because God is doing amazing yes. things. Again, be blessed. Be blessed. Here at Real Talk Podcast, this has been Bishop Johnson and First Lady Johnson. We love you. We love God you. bless you. Amen. Amen.